Top, 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 top of the morning to you. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida, always your host, here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. I'm up in the AM because the Lord woke me up. God woke me up in the inopportune time of the AM. And if you're tuning in to this podcast in the AM, I have to release a word from God. I want to explain something to all the listeners that's tuned in, plugged in to WDGS Podcast. Something that has been weighing and resonating in my spirit is this. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. It is a real and very real fact that God speaks to you. God speaks to all his children. God speaks to all believers. And I'm here to welcome and invite you to understand that no matter what somebody think, say, or want to believe, You must believe. Let me share this with you. When I was awakened, and usually in the a.m., it may be to to go and pay a water bill. But tonight, well, this morning, that wasn't the case. Therefore, I sat on the side of the bed, and I said, Lord, and it's like I was so wide awake. I said, okay, Father, what is it that you need me to hear what is it that I must do and I know some things have been weighing in my spirit concerning my aunt who recently transitioned and I've been processing a lot of our memories especially as children and teenagers and the connection that we kept down through the years all these years and I want to say something to you about when you lose a loved one. Even in that, let me enlighten you to understand. The person, flesh may be gone, but their spirit of their soul is eternal. Everybody has an eternal soul. This is why it's so important for you to be mindful of the things that you do while you are living in your body. But as God set me up and I began to ask God what it is that he needs to instruct me or enlighten me to do. And this is the thing about God. This is how God will speak to you. God will speak to you through his word. He will either give you a scripture or he will channel You got to get this. He will channel himself through the Holy Spirit that teaches, leads, and guides us. Or he will give instructions to angels to come minister to us. Or he may give instructions for the Holy Spirit to minister to us. This is where we must be enlightened to understand it. 
that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, they are connected and they channel through. This is how we pray to Jesus as our advocate to channel through back to God. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. So when people tell you things and say things that God don't speak to you, listen, I'm here to invite you to my biblical understanding of what the Bible says. See, I take the whole Bible. I don't take a part that appeases and pleases me. I take the whole scroll. And I want to share to you from the book of Samuel how God speaks to you. And that's not the first person. Listen, I'm just going to use this example from the Bible. But God was speaking in the garden. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. God spoke to Adam in the garden. God spoke to Abraham. God spoke to many people. If you study your Bible before he even got to Samuel. But I just want to take from Samuel and I'll footnote in my description box in this podcast where you can read it for yourself. But Samuel had laid down to sleep. And that's why when you ever are awakened in inopportune times, once you lay down and go to sleep, that's the time to always, always listen. And, I, and I've been practicing this. Whenever I'm awakened at an inopportune time, I always inquire and ask God the question, okay, Lord, why did you wake me up? What is it that I must need to know of or do? So that's my routine. So that's what I did this morning. And the Spirit spoke to me, the Spirit, and said, go to Facebook. I said, Facebook. So I went to Facebook, and in my notifications, you know how they have, you have memories from three years ago. Well, I kind of stopped reading those memories, and you know, instead of reposting things. But I was prompted in my spirit, by the spirit, to go and review them. And I happened to see one in April of 2020, April the 20th. 2020. So you know that had to definitely be significant. April the 20th, 2020. So I read it and it had one of those tap and play games. And in that tap and play game, it had a question and it says, who do you need an answer for from heaven? Something to that effect. Okay, so I'm thinking like, let me read this. And in that, it was a message. And at the end of the message, which was really strange, it said, from your grandmother, Ruby Jewel. And I said, I don't ever remember playing those games where they ask you your grandmama name. You know what I'm saying? And for her name to actually be Ruby Jewel. So that was a, that was a sign. And I said, oh my God. And let me tell you, when I say God was speaking to me through the Holy Spirit, now I want to tell you not to let anybody tell you 
that God don't speak to you. But this is the thing about when God speaks to you. I want to reiterate this. He will speak to you through scripture. He'll give you a scripture that'll guide you. Or the Holy Spirit will guide you. And this is the thing. When the Holy Spirit guides us under the leadership of God instructions for them to give us. You got to grab this. Now listen. Make a note of this. It will always be for something that is righteous and something that is truth. And when God woke me up, the Holy Spirit had to reveal some truth about some things I've been praying about. And I've been asking God how to move past some fraudulent activities and be okay with it. Because, see, I knew what my auntie dying wish was because she shared it with me three years ago. She shared it with me because she said to me, in the event when I leave here before my child, I'm changing everything and making you the beneficiary. She said these words to me. She said, so I call you after she told me that to ask you for your social security number because I want to put it on my paperwork. So I obliged and I gave it to her. And we talked about some other things because I really was a bit perplexed. Now, you got to understand the beginning of 2020, three years ago, is when she called and asked me this. At the beginning of the year, near the beginning of the year, the third month, and I plugged that in because I, I do sequence to help me remember by significance. And I'm thinking like in March, March of 2020, it was the third month because my grandmother used to always say, if you make it to March, you can march on through. And I was wondering, why such a change of heart now? So I actually asked her the question. And the word she said to me was this, and I'm going to quote her exactly. She said, well, I had Sean, that was her son, as the beneficiary for everything. She said, but I had a few other papers. Let me, let me, let me, let me make sure I'm quoting her correctly. That I still had in some other people's names that I need to change. She said, but if something happens to me and I don't change them, she said, I trust that you will do the right thing. She said, because right now I don't know exactly what Sean is, but I believe you will find him and track him down and give him what's rightfully his. Because she said, I don't trust the other people to do that. So I said, wow. I said, okay, well, I totally understand. You know, I didn't try to dig and pry and ask too many questions. Because one thing about Eileen, I knew from a child, whenever she made up her mind about something, it was already made up. So I didn't try to persuade her from her decision. I was just humbly honored that she called me to put my information and entrusted me that I would locate her child. To make sure her words, I quote, that he received was rightfully his. And I said, okay. 
Well, lo and behold, the COVID was in full blast by March. They had figured out what it was and everything was pretty much shut down. But in that same year, she received a phone call and it was in May. And it was a call to tell her that she had lost her only son. He was in his 20s from a single gunshot wound to the head. And he was found by a jogger in in, a, in another city and state not far from her. Now, why am I telling you all of this? Because it has something to do with hearing from God. And don't let anybody tell you you don't hear from God. When you know you hear from God. And why we hear from God is for three reasons. To teach us, to lead us, and guide us into all truth. Everything that's true and righteous. This is what God speaks to us about. Doing the right thing. Saying the right thing. And thinking the right thing. Even when his spirit of conviction come upon us. is to guide us to do the right thing. Say the right thing. And think the right thing. So I said, okay God. What am I to do? I'm going to get to Samuel in a minute. So, you know, in thinking about Eileen, when I woke up and I had to go, I was instructed to go by the Spirit to Facebook. Then I saw that post. And then I saw my grandmother's name. And then it reminded me, see, the Holy Ghost bring things back to your remembrance. And it reminded me of the conversation that I had with Eileen, even when she found out that Sean died. And she called me and she told me, And I said, oh, my God, oh, no, oh, no. And she, you know, was crying, and I was crying. And I said, um, and I'm thinking, you know, she called her other siblings that were living, and she told me, no, I was the first person she called. Well, that humbled me even more because I expected it to be maybe. But she then again reiterated what she said when she told me about my social security number. She said, I I just don't trust them anymore, Alfreda. And I said, okay. I said, well, listen, I don't need no details to why you don't trust them. That's enough to know you don't trust them. But I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you just what I told her. I said, I ain't never trust them. Ever since something happened, that I was suspicious of when my grandfather passed away. And I brought it up to her. And I said, it's just something I don't trust him. See, people that's more consumed with greed than they are with compassion and love and kindness, I don't trust their spirits. I don't care who it is. Because to me, when, you're, when your heart is full of compassion and love, you don't do things to hurt people when you really love them. You don't go against their wishes. You don't try to create enemies against them. You don't do that. And anytime somebody does something of that nature, I really know that they don't know how to love. They really don't. I don't care how many nice things they do for you. 
they don't know how to love. That's a whole nother teaching. But back to God awakening me and letting me read that post on Facebook. And then I began to think about Eileen and my grandmother. And my grandmother, I, I believe wholeheartedly, is an angel in heaven. And I know being an angel, she has assignments because that's what we do as angels. Angels are dispatched in the heavens as well as on earth for assignments. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. That's why our soul is everlasting. Our soul is everlasting. Our soul never dies. Even if we go to hell, well, even if they go to hell, because I'm not going to speak that over me, it will never die. You will feel just like angels feel. You just won't be in a mortal body. And I think people need to get this and they'll stop doing so much crooked and evil and wrong. You will never die. You will live forever. You're going to have eternal life. But you just won't have it in a flesh. But you're going to feel, you're going to know things, your soul. And if you die and go to hell, this is why people need to start teaching people that hell is real and so is heaven. And so is God. So when God, now I'm finna tell you how he will talk to you. Because some people don't think God talked to people. Let me tell you about the story in the book of Samuel. Samuel was asleep one night. And he was staying with the priest, Eli. And Samuel heard the Lord call his name. But he didn't know it was God. That's why I say some people don't know when God talking to them. So Samuel got up and he went to Eli and said, you call me? Yes. And Eli said, no, I didn't call you. Go back and lay down. That was the first time. The second time, the Lord called Samuel. He got up. He went back to Eli. He said, you call me? Eli said, no, I didn't call you. Go back and lay down. The third time, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel woke up. He went to Eli. He asked him again, did he call him? And that's when Eli told him the third time. He said, when your name is called again, then say, here am I, your servant. And Eli, I mean, Samuel went back and laid down. And the fourth time, when God called Samuel, he said, Lord, here I'm your servant. And God began to give Samuel instructions. Now, this is the pivotal point that you got to get from this message. If you study the Bible, you if you believe, if you're a Bible believer, See, like I am, I believe everything the Bible says because I believe in God. My faith believes everything from Genesis to Revelation and the books they did not enclose. God inspired to be written for purpose, divine purpose. But this is the thing. This is the pivotal point. You got to get this. You got to get this. The scripture says Samuel, he didn't even know. Oh, I hope somebody get this. It says he was not old enough 
to even understand the voice of God. But yet, God spoke to him. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. See, people think you got to be sold out. You got to be a big time leader. You got to be all uh, bit down on your knees. The word of God says, Samuel, he wasn't, he didn't even recognize and know the voice of God, but God still spoke to him. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Even when you don't know the voice of God, and you're not old enough because that's what the scripture said. He wasn't old enough and he had not learned the voice of God. What am I saying? That even when you have not learned the voice of God, don't mean God won't speak to you. Hello. That's why I took that particular passage. Because see, Adam knew God's voice. Abraham knew God's voice. And many others, they knew God's voice. But Samuel, the scripture say he was young, had not heard and did not know the voice of God. But God still spoke to Samuel. And not only when God spoke to him, it wasn't even about Samuel. He gave Samuel instructions to tell the priests. The priests, listen to what I'm saying. He gave Samuel instructions to tell a leader, hello. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. And that leader had children that was out of order. And God used an unlearned young boy to speak to, to enlighten Eli. That if you don't do your children, if you don't tell your children to do the right thing, I'm going to destroy them. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. And that's what God woke me up. And he said, Alfreda, don't you worry. Because if that child, parent, don't tell them to do the right thing, I'm going to destroy their child. And I said, oh, my God, that's a warning. That's a warning. Listen to me. In concluding this podcast, don't let greed take you to the grave. You know, my appetite has truly changed for a lot of things in life. When I was awakening, my channel was on YouTube, and I saw what they had. Three hours, that's the title, three hours of the most luxury houses. And as my eyes were sitting here kind of roaming, as I was still talking to God. And I just thought about, I remember when I was young and all that kind of stuff used to, I used to desire. Now, it didn't really impress me. I just desired it, though. I remember when I used to desire the mansion in the Maserati. But how many of you understand when your soul, when you realize and recognize that your soul will never die, but your soul will leave all this stuff behind, you will stop being greedy and you will definitely not have greed. Because you will realize all this stuff don't matter. 
You get caught between the greed and the grave and you die and you leave here. Your soul will be tormented in hell forever. Nobody should want that for their child. Nobody should want that for their child. If anybody turn a blind eye like Eli was doing in the book of Samuel to the wrongful works of their children, just like God told Samuel to tell Eli, he gonna destroy them. And that child's soul will burn in hell forever. You don't come back from hell. And this is why it behooves me when people say, I love my children. Well, see, if you love your children, you will never coach them to commit sin. You will never coach them to commit wrongdoing. You will never coach them to commit any acts of evil deeds. Because they can get caught in the greed between the grave. And if they get caught in greed and get to the grave and don't make it right, because that's the thing. We, we got to make it right. See, people keep thinking, oh, no, if I see death come upon me, all I have to do is say, God, I'm sorry, and I'm going to heaven. It don't work like that. If you study your Bible in Galatians chapter 5, I believe it's around verse 19, it has the works of the flesh. And what it clearly says, there are 17 works of your flesh. That's descriptive in the Bible in Galatians chapter 5. And at the end of that description of those works, it says people who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That means you're not going to heaven. And if anybody who's been a partaker and sat in the seat to help coach you and guide you to wrongdoing, they cannot love you. I'm telling you, I don't care how many times they say they love you. I don't care how much money they spend to help you. They cannot love you because all this stuff on earth is superficial. And if they don't love you, if, if they don't love you, they allow you to do it. If they love you, they'll tell you it's wrong and to do the right thing. And you know what will happen? They'll help save your soul. Because killing the body is just one part. Because the soul, that's why the scriptures say, don't worry about who can kill your body. You need to be more concerned about who can kill your body and your soul, which is God. Only God can kill your soul. And when your soul dies, it goes to hell forever. When your soul lives, it goes to heaven forever. And that's why I say if you love your children, you will teach them the right thing to do. You will teach them the right thing to do. Because listen, if we trust God, God will bless us with anything our heart desires. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard the things that God has for us. But see, O ye of little faith, 
When you don't have faith to believe that God can bless you to get things the right way, you will let the devil trick you to get them the wrong way. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. I had to just release what was in my spirit this AM. Because it's, God keep bringing to me these words. I need you to say what I instruct you to say as a warning to the people. Now, the people have been warned. And whosoever it is, and all the parties that are guilty, they know. And you've been warned. So listen, if you love your children, if you really love them, you will instruct them to do the right thing. You will do the right thing, and you will instruct them to do the right thing. Just like with Eli. See, if anybody listening, you a believer, then you see what Samuel instructed Eli. He said, God said, Eli, the priest, I'm going to destroy your sons if you don't tell them to do the right thing. So the warning has been released. May the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Don't let somebody make you think, because I know God speaks to me. And you will know when he speaks to you, because you will do the right thing. And you will tell the truth in Jesus' name. I humbly appreciate you always. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless. Bye for now.